This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So I got a comment. It's uh, it must have been two people having a conversation. They both DM'd me at the same time because um, I got a comment from one person or a question from one person saying, "Hey, I got this buddy that uses a uh, 10% risk, um, and he says that's cool. Do uh, you think that's a little bit too much? I'm talking about 10% risk per trade? He said, "You think that you think that that's cool? Is that is that too much?" And I said, "Oh yeah, you know, typically anything over 3% risk per trade is is is." kind of being it's understood as like living dangerously um so yeah i would say risking 10 percent per trade is, is a little bit high and then i got another message from uh the, i guess, i'm assuming it was the guy you never know but he was like hey i got a question for you if i'm risking 10 percent per trade right how many trades can i lose in a row before i go broke now how would you guys respond to that I was about to give him the name and the address of uh, a charity I support so that he can just and be like, hey, if you're going to blow your money in the market, you might as well just donate to this charity. That way, you at least you have a positive impact on people. Um, but I felt like being nice. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's an interesting question because one of the things that um, he was doing the math and he was like, well, you know, and, and this is what traders typically do. And it's it's not, you know, I don't want to paint a trader like this as being, you know, he's not dumb or stupid. It's just, you know, this is just not knowing. It's the the unconscious incompetence part of trading where we don't know, right? I didn't know we were supposed to use stop losses when, when I first started trading, right? You don't know until someone tells you. Um, and, you know, I always get the thought, I always get kind of hit with the message. Well, I was like, well, Kiel, you know what? If, I, if I'm a 50, if I'm just a 51% trader, meaning I win more than I lose, and my average risk reward is four to one, then what's wrong with using a 10% risk per trade? And when you look at those numbers, right? I mean, that, that makes sense, doesn't it? If you win more than you lose, 51%, and if you have a four to one risk reward uh, on your average, then using a 10% risk is, is not bad, right? Take care, Al. What do you guys think? David says, eh, wrong. <laughs> and that, yeah, and, and I think that was the, that was the, I was so happy because this was the eye opening moment for the trader. I'm like, well, you know what? I said, let's say you're a 60% trader. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I said, the problem is this we're assuming that that 60% is going to, is going to come right. I have 10 trades, it's going to be win, loss, 
win-win, loss, win, loss, win-win, loss. And if that's the case, right, six wins, 10 losses out of every 10 trade, and you can, you know, you can, that's a very small sample size. You'd rather do it out of 100 or something like that. Um, then it's, it's okay. The problem is, the problem is this. Yeah, what if you're a 60%, I gave an extreme example. I said, what if you're a 60% trader? I said, what if you take 40 losses in a row before your 60 wins come? If you're risking 10% per trade, can your account withstand 40 losses? No. Well, what if you lose 20 in a row? No. 10 in a row? No. And it was an eye-opening moment because this, this, it's, it's a difference between the reality of, of trading and, and I guess the, the, what newer traders think com is coming in. I saw a cool infographic the other day where it's like, you know, it was like one plus one plus one plus one plus one equals five, right? And a lot of traders think that's how results are, right? You're going to win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. However, in reality, how, how many ways can we get to five? using addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, right? Many, 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 many ways, right? And trading is the same way. I showed you guys that, that equity curve of mine the other day from, um, I showed you a few of them. I showed you the bad one from 2000, was it two years ago, where I had that 13% drawdown to start the year. I showed you that also that comparison between equity curves from, I think it was 2014 to 2017. You guys remember that? Where I had all the curves on the same sheet and they eventually all got to the same place because I'm pretty consistent in my returns, but the way, the, the route they took to get there was a little bit different. That's how trading is, right? You, you never, you know, you can be a 51% trader, a 61% trader. You never know how you're gonna get there. You never know if it's gonna be 10 losses in a row followed by 20 wins in a row. You never know if it's gonna be win, loss, win, loss, win, win, loss, loss, loss. Like you, you don't know. And if you're trading an account size, if, you, if, you're, if your risk is too much, basically you're gonna blow your account or be forced to trade a, a force, be forced to take your position size so small that it's gonna take double to regain your wins um, before you have the chance to win, right? You, you have to, the, the goal is you have to stay in the game, right? If you're using a set risk percentage, yeah, you're right. If you lose 50%, you need a 100% return to break even because your, your position size is gonna be reduced. The goal is to stay in the game is to withstand that drawdown and then take full advantage of the win. So it was cool because it was a silly comment, obviously, but I don't think it, it wasn't from a trader. He wasn't fighting it. He wasn't saying, hey, this has to be this way. I just think he wasn't informed. I just don't think he was informed and, and, and that's important because that's, that's our job here as traders, not just myself as a coach, but for you guys that are out there as well, is we, wanna, we want to represent the reality of trading in the right way. And I, I had a person yell at me on Twitter the other day, he called me a pessimist, right? I was saying, I don't even know what I was saying. I was saying something about the reality of trading. One of the quick hit videos I put up about trading is hard and everyone can't be successful, but this is what it takes if you want to be successful. And he's like, well, you're a pessimist. You have this negative attitude. I said, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. My, my opinion is this, and let me know if I'm, if I'm out of pocket here, right? I would rather show you the reality of the situation that way, you know exactly what you're getting into 
before getting into it. Is that so wrong? And the reason I want to do that is, one, you have the proper expectations. If you have the proper expectations, you can prepare, right? If I tell you, hey, man, you've got to be able to invest 20 hours a week to trade it. If you want to be good in the, in the time frame you want to be good at. Well, now you know how to prepare. Maybe, maybe you start setting up your life around that. If I tell you you need to do this, you need to back test, you need to blah, 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 blah. Now you, now you need to be prepared. You know what you have to do, right? If I just told you, oh, it's easy, you can do it. Everyone's going to try it. And most people aren't built to be successful. So you're just going to waste time. You're just going to waste money, right? I think it's a positive if you hear the reality, if it doesn't sound like something you can actually do, and you go follow another passion. Maybe you came into the game thinking it was a get-rich-quick scheme, and now you're hearing it's not. And maybe you're like, well, I didn't really like trading. I just thought I'd make a lot of money really, really quick. Maybe I'll do something else. I saved you time. I saved you energy. I saved you money. Yeah, so many people are selling dreams, right? Participation trophies, right? This is like playing sports at a high level, right? If you stink, am I supposed to tell you you're, you're good? Oh, you're okay. You didn't mess up. No, just be real. And then you can make the proper adjustments. So it was funny. It caught me off guard because I've never been I've never been called a pessimist, a pessimist in my life. And he, he couldn't give me a reason. Right. This Internet person. Um, and I think he was a reputable person, too, which was weird. He couldn't give me a reason. I'm like, well, what did I say that was pessimistic? I'm just telling you how it is. And the greatest story I always remember is the Xbox guy. It's one of my one of my favorite stories of all time. Have any of you guys not heard that story? It's a short one. Don't worry. I'm not going to get too long-winded here. Has anyone not heard that story about the Xbox guy? One of my favorite stories. I was talking to a guy on TradingView. We were having a conversation about... Um, we were talking about backtesting. He didn't... I guess he, he was new. He didn't really know what backtesting was. And I was explaining to him what backtesting was, right? I said, you got to spend, you know, after you learn how to trade, after you develop a system, you got to go through the right process of going through historical data, crunching the numbers, testing your system. And it's this long, exhausting uh, process. And he was like, man, Akil, so you're saying I got to do all of that just to have a chance at becoming a successful trader? It still doesn't mean instant success. I'm like, yeah, you got to. And that's just, I mean... There's more after that. After you backtest, you actually have to work on trading psychology and be able to trade it. He's like, so backtesting takes hours. Like, it's, I'm like, yeah, you know, I was unemployed when I backtested, so I can do like a one strategy. Um, I can probably knock out an entire strategy on a whole, whole portfolio in a week. But that's because I was unemployed and I was backtesting for 12 hours a day. He said, I know people that have backtested for months. And he was like, well, what about my video game time? What about my Xbox time? He said, I work a full-time job. I've got a, I've got a wife and kid. Um, you know, I, I'm a, I only have about a few hours in, in the, the end of the day to kind of play my Xbox. And I said, well, man, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, if that's all the time you have, you may have to, you may have to get rid of that Xbox time and, and use that for your back testing. You just found two hours right there, right? We're working through the whole process of the excuse. I don't have any time and, and, and trying to find time. And he was like, I got to give up Xbox? Man, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's for me. And at first, you know, at first I was offended. 
I was like, what the hell? Like, what type of successful person is going to put video games over their financial future? Don't like, don't you understand? Like, if you invest some time now and get really, really good at trading, you can quit your job, be a full-time trader, and play Xbox all damn day? But that's just how my mind thinks. I, I think in investment terms, like, I'm, I'm willing to put myself through a massive amount of pain now to live pain-free later. But then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? This person isn't built for success in trading. Probably something else, yes. But in trading, this person isn't built to be a trader because it's obvious that he's not willing to do what's needed, right? Would you guys agree? And that's, that's not a negative. We can't force people to think the same way as us, right? I mentioned Taylor earlier with the minimalistic living, right? That's something he's doing, right? We can't force someone else to do that. Yeah. And I, I, at least I thought of it as a positive because this, this, this potential trader could have lied to himself. He could have put himself in a position where he knew he wasn't dedicated enough to do it, took shortcuts, uh, skipped back testing, traded live. Maybe he's doing, doing this. I don't know. I hope not. But skipped all the necessary steps and tried to trade live and blown some money and wasted time. But at least he was he was able to identify that I'm not willing to sacrifice what is needed to become a successful trader. I'm going to find something else. And he didn't waste his time doing something that obviously he wasn't that passionate about, but doing something that he wasn't he's probably not going to be successful at. And I would anticipate that he found something else that he can be successful at. So it, it's a positive, right? You, you, you tell people the truth. It, it, you tell people the truth. It allows them to see what's needed. Once you can see what's needed, you can decide whether you want to do it or not, I, right? I changed my major in college my, after my freshman year. You know why? I wasn't good at math. I looked at what I would have had to do to graduate with my business degree. And I said, you know what? Uh-uh. Mm -mm. I'm struggling with college algebra. I'm struggling with micro and macro economics, ironically. How am I going to do this and this and this and this and this? I'm probably going to have to get extra tutoring. I'm probably going to have to invest so much extra time in the books just to maybe get like a C average. And I, and I, I told myself, I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I, I'm not willing to do that. I wasn't the best student. I was in college because I had to be, right? Parents told me I had to get a degree. I was an athlete, so I had to stay eligible. I didn't really care about school. So I wasn't willing to do anything extra. I was in college. I, I was willing to do just enough to get by. That was my mindset. So when I saw the writing on the wall of what I would need to do to be this, you know, to have this business degree and whatnot. When I saw it laid out in front of me, when my professor, you know, my, my advisor, excuse me, you know, showed me what the path was. I said, you know what? No, not for me. I'll find something else. Who knows what would happen if I wasn't shown that path? I might have been in too deep. I might have been three years into college and realized that I couldn't make it. And now I've got to go back and start over and spend three more years in college, acquire more debt, or maybe even just dropped out, had no degree, right? You never know. So I'd, I'd always rather tell me the realness, right? Give me, give me the truth serum. Let me know what it is and allow me to make an educated decision based off the facts. So I don't think I'm being pessimistic when, I'm, when, I, when I tell people about trading. I'm just telling you what it is. I'm just giving you reality. That's like me saying, you know, life is hard. Suck it up. 
versus, oh, life is easy. You got this. It's not. It's not. Let's stop telling people it is. Maybe we'll have a, a better society. We won't be so soft. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and he, yeah, he, he can build, he can build a, a career from gaming. If that's what he's passionate about, hey, I'm not willing to put in an extra whatever hours on trading, but I am willing to do it on gaming. Yeah, shoot. He could be a Fortnite champion and win three mil. Maybe this is the guy. That'd be a cool story. Yeah, it's whatever you want to, yeah, just follow, follow your passion and invest in that. Do you miss gaming? Uh, I wasn't a really, I wasn't a really big gamer. Um, I, I, I looked, I, I enjoyed it. There were certain games I really enjoyed because I'm intrigued by like the storyline and, you know, I'm a sports guy, so I played sports games. So I, I do, I, I, I do and I don't, I've been away from it so long that I don't really miss it. Um, but now my oldest is four. So he's at the point where we can, we can play like, uh, you know, we play like the Lego games, like Lego Batman and Lego Avengers. He's, we're all in this Avenger thing right now. Um, so we can play those games and I kind of, I, you know, I, it kind of brings me back. So I'm, I'm a little bit excited. I'm, the older he gets, um, I'm excited about hopefully if he allows me to, uh, to play some games with him. So I think I'll get back into it a little bit. It's, uh, but I, yeah, I wasn't like a big, I wasn't like a big gamer. I, I gamed, but not like, I wasn't one of those people that was like, you know, I wasn't investing 10 hours a day. But I do miss it as a leisure activity. I miss reading too. Um, I miss a lot of stuff I used to do. Kids ruin lives. Remember that. Kids ruin lives. If you're thinking about having them, don't do it. It's a trick. And then they tell you, well, you have two and it'll make it better. It makes it twice as worse. <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, there's a little bit of truth in every lie. Okay. Pound yen. <laughs>